Point Hammered is intended for an immature audience. So if you're easily offended, you best get to stepping. But if you'd like to stay, let's get hammered. What is going on, people? This is fucking Point Hammered. This episode 161 we have been just freezing (laughs) (laughs) so how the hell are you man 2018 2018 did you get anything cool for christmas buddy i got a couple boxes of cheez-its from my wife that was pretty awesome just the standard cheez-its or like the white cheddar any good Um, flavors there no just the the standard john Mm -hmm. i mean why why mess with the best (laughs) all right man i like the jalapeno ones personally Uh, but uh actually now that i think about it i actually did get a hobby gift i have a list of hobby shit that I'd like to have, but I'm not going to buy myself. Okay. <laughs> so previously, that was this summer. I got a paint shaker, which worked out all right. And the other thing on this list was Kalinsky and Sable. Okay, Raphael. A oh, good brush. Brushes. So I got a few good good brushes here. Mm-hmm. Okay. To uh, add to the repertoire, I haven't tried them out yet, but mm. uh, they're looking looking pretty good. Okay. Did you get any hobby items, John? No. I was going to ask, what the fuck's a paint shaker? A paint shaker, it's a little overpriced box that has a little strap on it, and then you strap a little bottle to it, and then it just... You had me at strap on. Okay, yeah, okay. I never heard of that. Yeah, I think it costs like 30 or 40 bucks. So, Is that a G-Dub tool? No. There's like one brand of it that exists okay so sure if you look at ebay paint shaker <laughs> works all right you want to put like a little bb or a bead or something in there to really get the most out of it so okay um, that, i can see that that's what i got for my birthday mm. yeah that's it you must have got something for christmas i'll talk about oh, that in a bit. okay that's that's We'll get it. We'll get to it. <laughs> I see. I what are you up to in the hobby, buddy? Hobby? Yeah. I've been uh, doing some assembly line painting, my man. Mm. So I talked about the Byzantines. I got my airbrush and dip technique worked <laughs> out. So airbrush some red because that's going to be their big cl- uh, clothes uniform, whatever you want to call it. Oh yeah, base coated everything else. Yeah, the pictures on the blog, right? on the blog yeah. and you can. I think I tweeted some work in progress shots, but sure. Um, yeah, going really quick. I probably did 15 of them just in an hour or two per day, and they were done in like in a week. So oh, nice. So they're that's not pretty like good, I guess. Golden Demon level. Well, they're pretty good. They're probably, probably 95% paint oh. quality. Oh, shit. Um, cool. Better than 19 out of 20, <laughs> I would say, John. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, they they are turn out really good. They're going quick, and it's pretty motivating. Okay. You're just thinking about that this is like the most efficient way to do it and it's going quick and it's working out (laughs) sort of the way i thought it uh the color i was going to paint it more white but uh ended up doing like a nice luscious red Mm. with some blue and yellows hitting those primaries john just hammering them okay so uh yeah it's tough though because now i have to work on pack of stuff so i'm kind of sad about that what are you doing for a pack of terrain and shit? Yeah, I got terrain. I've got some Infinity stuff that 
has been in the progress for several years now. <laughs> I got most of it done last year, but there's a bunch of stuff that needs to be done. Yeah, so I'm going to finish okay. finish those items, and there's some trophy uh, awards stuff I got to square away. So that is uh, what I've been up to. Okay, in the hobby. Sure. Yourself, John. I saw you painted a a Zangor. I is did. That, so with the called? completion of the six seven month. Frost Lord on Stonehorn project there. I did have a few down weeks where I just was not. I I, fl- I think I played Civilization around the clock. Yeah, well, I knew my pain motivation was up, so <laughs> mine was. I, I had to be stealing it from yeah. from you, so I'm like, wow. Yeah. So I, but after I, after a couple of weeks went by, I decided to jump into the Zinch thing, and it's pretty motivating just to look through the book and look at the models. And I had a few built and ready to go. So, and I did that basing project back in like August. So mm-hmm. I had the bases done in a fancy way. So I got it done, worked through the sand gore. I will say they take a lot longer than the fucking old gores used to take. Mm-hmm. And today I was theorizing as to why that is because we would be talking about uh, it. I'm pretty sure it's the fur. No fur on these guys. <laughs> well, yeah, well, there's fur and then there's really intricate armor that yep. has like etched edges. Yeah. Um, so that would... To me, be the main uh, sticking point there. Was that an accurate assessment there, John? That is. It's a real son of a bitch because you you get to a point where the model looks done, like you got the skin done and you got all like the blue armor plate centers done. And then you're like, oh, now I got to do these edges and this nice gold color. And you're like, oh, God. It's fucking uh-huh. painful. But and it's like every armor plate and there's like probably like 10 or 15 you know each leg is yeah. like three there's, or four there they got them like here on the, on the forearms here there's like shoulder plates going on and some of them so uh, anyways i got through it it was really fun trying to just i started working on the carrick acolyte doing mm-hmm. some dabbling with darker skin tones trying to actually nail it because i've never got it to okay. look right before so that one should be go way better He's got open areas of skin. He's got a nice loincloth. Yeah. Like uh, it times did go old. significantly faster than the Zangor, but it does have a lot of the same armor plates, and mm-hmm. he has a fucking shield, which... Oh, yeah. Like, you can't not use the shield unless you sculpt the arm back together where it belongs because there's just, like, a flat spot and some indents. Uh, yeah, the here, GW like engineering. The yeah, yeah. I remember putting together those so, silver tower guys. But anyways, it was really fun to do... I, I always get too overzealous, so I was going for a nice dark African skin tone, mm-hmm. and I ended up with like maybe like a Middle East because <laughs> I just over highlighted it. So I'll have to try again next time. It's really it's really hard. It's really subtle since I think the key was instead of like arm, for instance, on the chest, instead of doing like the whole muscle with the highlights, you had to like keep it to the top and focus on where the light mm-hmm. would be hitting to make it look right. So it does look really good, but it's just not the look I was going for. Well, it so, seems on the chest you'd want to over-highlight the nipples, John, to draw them in, well, draw the eye in. I didn't do any highlighting on the nips on this fella, so because oh. all the recesses were dark brown, so he's just got nice little dark brown nips. Nice brownies. <laughs> so, like some real pepperonis going on. <laughs> some, so, some ground sausage. <laughs> so yeah, these are sample models for the Zinch army. Uh, so I'm just kind of working through color schemes and getting some feel. I did the blues on the armor plates because if for whatever reason I need to make it flow with the old Beastman army, it'll all flow together. It'll be tied together by those blues. The bases will be completely different, but... I'm not going to worry about that right now. So mm-hmm. I'm just trying to get a feel for the models, learn them, because 
Once I was done painting the Zango, I realized that I painted part of the top of the like leg hip area as skin, but I'm pretty sure it's an armor plate. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, eh, no one's ever going to notice. It doesn't really matter. But uh-huh. I was like, well, that's probably not right. So you just got to kind of learn the models, you know, and get a feel for what you're looking uh-huh. at. So I've been working, working through those and having a really good time with it. Uh, I have an army list built for these boys. So that's a little daunting because it's like a full 2,000 points plus a 500-point extension force. So how many mo- models does that turn into? Are you using, like, some of your current beastmen to fill out the ranks? Or no, this is, this is all, be all new stuff. So what, yeah, what would the model count end up um, Just curious about. I was going to go into detail on that, but I wasn't going to do it today. But I would say it's probably 80 to 100 models. So so it's still. It's still. Because it's mostly Zangor and Acolytes. Mm -hmm. And you can, like, uh, bolster up the forces with the flying dudes. Okay, I was going to say. Skyfires. Those are pretty fiddly from a painting perspective. Yeah, those. With the the bows. Yeah. But they're like. The discs. Rules wise, they're tits, so you have to throw as many in there as you can. Mm -hmm. So So that'll be the thing. Like, if I decide I don't want to paint this many Alkalites or Zangors, I can do that. Mm -hmm. Or I can just add another character. The characters are going to be pretty fiddly too, but really they're just Zangors fucking flying around. And I I want to do the Lord of Change because I have the model. So. He's on the list. So. Like, a, like a new one? or The new like big, the new massive guy? One. Yeah. Cool. So that would be a hoot. That would be my next big model project. Now that the Once I forget how bad the Thunder Tusks suck. Yeah, I was going to say horn. I can see a 26-month yeah. paint cycle here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Before I started that, I'd have to come up with some bigger quality brushes that I could work faster with. Because you try to paint that bro with a little like, number one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're not gonna get the result you're looking for. Yeah, so uh, that's where all that's at. But I'm really stoked on it right now. I'm having a good time with it. I'm about to place an order for a bunch of models. There's an Arcanite box set where you just get tons of Zangors, mm. some Skyfires, uh, some Carrick Acolytes, and a character. That's what those guys are called, Arcanites. Yeah, so I'm about to place an order. It's like a hundred and forty something dollar box, but mm-hmm. that's that's the issue. <laughs> but I do have some credit Ready coming, to- so. Anyway, I signed up for Acon. Pull the trigger here. I signed up for the team tournament, so we're in on that. Yeah, I am your partner for this team tournament. Yeah, we should probably figure out what we're doing there. uh, (laughs) First announcement here of that. Yeah, this is true. It's been a while. Official. I'm going to be rebasing my demons to the rounds, Mm -hmm. joining in with the time. So, um, just needed some extra motivation to do that. So this will be this will be it. Be nice to figure that out. Small force. Play some. Some games, maybe sure. the first one at Adepticon, round one of the team tournament. You yeah. never know. <laughs> so we got that going. I signed up for PACA. I got in the AOS tournament that Alex is running. Cool. I'm going to pay him in person, cash when I see him. Cash money. <laughs> so, yeah. So I want to get in the Infinity, one of the Infinities at PACA. But with the PayPal limitations, I had to, to reach out to the fella and say, yo. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I can arrange that for you. Okay. If you want to so. contact Jeremy. Jeremy, can, okay. Yeah. yeah. If you want so I, in, if there's we'll still an opening. Happen. I don't remember which whether it was the competitive or the narrative. What I the Saturday is the ITS one. Okay. So that one. Is AOS on Friday then? AOS with Alex is on Friday. Okay, yeah. So then I'd have to take Saturday. So you'd so be Saturday or Sunday's the more laid-back team team infinity so either one of those still have spots yeah i have to They're look at about my list the, the mid 20s yeah um as 
far as that goes. You, you'll have fun in either one. Yeah. You know, the ITS. Given um, that. You would be nice because you follow all the ITS rules, so you could see how that worked. Sure. And decide you know, if you ever wanted to travel for one. Yeah. They're, they all follow the same same idea. So. Okay. I'm on a huge getting rid of shit kick still. So I've been looking at models trying to figure out what to get rid of. So I'm torn on getting rid of the Infinity and just committing to the AOS. Mm-hmm. But I have the whole force painted. I would never really have to do another model if I didn't want to. But I even enjoy painting the models. So it's just a matter of like having the time to get on and play is my issue. So. Yeah. Uh, you know, as far as storage and stuff goes, like it's nothing compared yeah. to it's one GW little bin. stuff. And it, you don't even really need the books or anything. Uh, the tokens, I guess, are probably a hassle. But yeah. you're getting into that stuff too now with AOS. Yeah. Little so. cars and shit. So I don't know. I'd also like to get rid of the dwarfs just because they're taking up a couple bins. But it's either rebase them and do something with them, and they're they're just gonna sit for another fucking decade. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, there isn't really gonna be any GW releases that ever match right. their aesthetic ever again, most likely. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, so, yeah. But they're still playable. But like, am I really gonna go back and rebase all these? For games? yeah. I mean, they still are. Yeah. For now, but. <laughs> so. Anyway, last you know, of my... I played Dogs of War, and they were technically still playable. <laughs> but like everybody banned 12 or 14 years after the fact, you know, are they still going to really be playable? <laughs> right. Um, are they competitive and playable? Yeah. Like they're competitive in the rules, but... Or they're playable in the rules, but they're not competitive in the game. So, mm-hmm. Anyway, last but not least, I've... The old school Magic Knights have picked up again, mm, so I've nice. been out slinging spells and mm-hmm. <laughs> attempting to grow my wizard beard a little longer. <laughs> and I've been having a lot of fun with that. We've been just killing it every Friday with old school magic. So uh-huh. I got Bubbles signed up for some yeah, PACA, right? Three ninety four magic at PACA. So that should be a hoot because my shit's pretty off the hook. Why, why the hell wouldn't it be? Now, there's nothing compared to modern decks as I've learned by playing through some of the video games for the modern magic video games. Mm-hmm. But for old school... It's pretty solid. It's Decent. Yeah. Anyway, got an event of the week. Event of the week. We're talking Shadespire at PACA. We're still trying to hammer mm. the attendance on that baby. It's Friday night after the tournaments have gone down. The, okay. It'll be going right after the ceremony. Mm. And it should be going along at a pretty good clip. So it should be done by like midnight or 1 o'clock, I'd imagine. Okay. But uh, we're getting uh, GWs laying down. Some uh, pressure here for us to fill this up. Uh, the other so it's a grand clash so somehow brad kind of finagled that yeah the other two grand clashes are las vegas open and adepticon (laughs) so you can see uh the disparity in uh overall attendance between how many three events how many people do you need um well basically it's been squared out we're gonna get uh everything that was promised but for a while there was touch and go but Mm. uh we're at about 30 people we can do up to 60 Okay. Uh, basically, they want to be able to brag about, yeah, you know, some, some some huge event. So yeah, if you're on the fence, definitely consider it. I uh, the prizes are going to be tits. It sounds like yeah, there's going to be crystal glass things and everything else going mm. on there. So it's just five bucks to get into. And okay, I don't know how much those warbands cost, but I'll be interested to check it out. I know I won't pick up anything ahead of time, but uh, it looks kind of cool being able to play. Just with three to three to seven models. Yeah, I was supposed you know, to get a, a warband, a, a demo of this, 
at the last event I was at there, the team tournament down in Illinois, mm-hmm. holy havoc, and it just didn't come to fruition due to the extremely tight schedule there and all the, yeah. all the games. So, so yeah, we uh, interested to check that out. Yeah. I haven't ruled it out. The models are certainly pretty kick-ass, pretty top-notch stuff to uh, dabble in there. So, cool. yeah, check out that Shadespar Packa. If you're a first-timer... So it's fifteen bucks, I believe, to get in. Maybe it's twenty. I'll have to double check that. But you get a discount <laughs> to get into the tournament. To get itself. into the overall weekend. The event, yeah. And then you can just five bucks more. Mm. See that sweet ass shades bar, <laughs> Grand Clash, baby. All right. I don't know if they're like feeder events or something. Like For, it may be like if you do well there, you might get into something else. A Grand yeah, like Clash, a, an invite or something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if that's the case, but anyways, yeah. So we're closing in. On that hot pack of, pack of fever. <laughs> yeah, I'll be going to Maui in a couple of days here and not coming back till like the Sunday before pack up. Mm. So, a couple days of work and then... Friday, hopefully I can take Friday. We're like, yeah, I'm gonna... done with this fucking project <laughs> now. And I got, I got Monday off for some... Uh, we got to take a trip to Madison um, for some medical shit. And like, so I'm just like feeling the crunch really big, so... Mm-hmm. Well, if they don't give me, I guess I'll. Just, I'm just gonna call in because, like, worst case scenario, they fire me. <laughs> or maybe, maybe that's so best rap. case scenario. Yeah. The way things have been Collect going. Collect that unemployment so. as a. No, I'm not eligible because of the rental property. Uh, so. Which we don't really need the unemployment. Yeah, <laughs> We're set, dude. All right, man. You got a what do you, what do you audio? Got? Oh, you want me to go? I've been so on the old school magic kick. My buddy has all the old school fucking Magic the Gathering mm. novels. Interesting. And I I cracked into the first one. It's called Arena. And back in the day, it came with the Arena card. I remember having two copies of that card and a couple copies of this novel back when I was a kid. Did you read it back then? Yeah, for sure. But I don't remember. I mean, I remember like the guy's name, and that's about it. So I've been reading through that. It's being that I'm on an MTG kick right now, <laughs> very much enjoying uh-huh. just the excessive fucking nerdery. It's pretty over the top and doesn't really fit like the dual theme as much as you'd think it would. But I don't know anything about Magic the Gathering lore at this point. Yeah, I'd be curious if like that stuff is still like the world and stuff is all relevant. Like so, so like 25, 30 years yeah, later. That's just that. Like I do play the. The video games, so you pick up some of the lore then because you got the planeswalkers and the different places they go. So, so far, I don't recognize any of the names or anything even. Mm-hmm. So, so far, the answer is no. Like, this is just some novels they wrote <laughs> back in the day. Yeah. And, they, and they had like a handful of novels that you can get for a buck or two each on Amazon. But the last one, they didn't make many copies of, so it's like 60 or 80 yeah, bucks. Like so, we got all the books, but he doesn't have the last one. So, if I really end up getting into him, I'm going to have to sort something out. Uh-huh. Nice. I'm not spending that money, but maybe I can get on the library circuit and find him. Black Lotuses for. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, that's why all my eBay is still. They figured out that all my accounts were related. <laughs> so, <I'm, laughs> so now I'm totally banned from selling on eBay with any account that I have. <laughs> was, so I got to like go through and figure out how to get the first account they banned unbanned. Which so hope that unlock I get, everything. Yeah, to unlock the to like domino cascade unlock all the other accounts that are associated <laughs> with it now. What a fucking hassle. Oh, but boy. Anyways, I haven't been wasting any time selling garbage on worthless eBay. So, mm-hmm. anyways, 
<laughs> what about you? You've been fucking reading or listening? Yeah, to I've been storming through an audiobook mm. while I've been painting these Byzantines. It's called We Are Legion, mm. and then in parentheses, We Are Bob. Okay. And it's a, uh, it's a sci-fi type novel. Yeah. Uh, it's really it's really good. I, I burned through it pretty quickly. It's part of a, a series of some kind, and basically the premise is there's a, this programmer or engineer guy named Bob who in the mid-20th century pays some money to get his brain frozen if, if he dies yeah. so then he can you know come back at a later time. Okay. And then at some point, he's brought back maybe like 100 years later, and they like scan his brain like deconstructively and put him into an AI. Oh. So he, he basically he's a he's still this he's guy, but he's an AI computer yeah. program. And what they're doing with him is they are they want to send him up into space as a Van Neumann probe, <laughs> which is if you don't know what that is, that's a probe that makes more probes and then more probes. Yeah. So you could like colonize kind of the entire universe. Okay. And there's kind of like a arms race. different nations are trying to get their guy up first (laughs) and they all have different AIs and stuff uh, but they're all based off people so it's really interesting because he you know he's a guy (laughs) but he you know he's also a computer at the same time yeah and then every time he clones himself due to like the quantum like fluctuations Mm -hmm. they're like slightly different yeah so uh, but he you know so eventually you know there's like all these bobs and they take different names (laughs) like uh, one of the first bobs uh, takes the name Riker and then goes back <laughs> and like his VR is looks like the bridge of the, the Enterprise, you know. So they interact in VR and stuff. And uh, the character is like it's really similar to Ready Player One in The Martian, okay. where like the protagonist is like this nerdy kind of scientific guy, and there's like science stuff in it, and he's kind of snarky and stuff and witty. Okay. So those three books are all. The protagonists are really similar to me, okay. And I, you know, this might be like a new genre of like snarky <laughs> nerd nerd fiction nerd, with yeah. a science bent on it. <laughs> yeah. And the science is, you know, it's the future, but it, it, there's enough that it, you know, it still talks about you know concepts and stuff today, and like you know backs up some of some of the science stuff. Sure. Uh, so if you liked Ready Player One or The Martian, this uh, Bobiverse uh, series would be good for you. That's what they call it, the Bobiverse. Okay. Uh, but What's The Martian? Who's that by? The Martian's by Andy Weir. Okay. Uh, that one they made into a movie, but that one's that one's like a really a, no, r- a really fucking, really uh, good listen or a read. Who's the guy that's in Downsizing? Um, God dang it. I don't I know what uh, that is. Is that a show? Goodwill Hunting? <laughs> Matt Damon? Yeah. So is it, Matt Damon was yeah, in The Martian, Yeah, he's right? The Martian. Yeah, yeah, we saw that. Okay. Yeah, we the, saw the movie. Yeah, the, the book is really good uh, as well. The movie did a good job of kind of replicating the book but yeah yeah it's like a takes it times 10 as sure. far as the science talk and everything goes and <laughs> yeah everything yeah, is more situations that arise uh but yeah so it's kind of sciencey it's good stuff um definitely recommend the babaverse okay stuff Just funny that exploring planets man funny that you would bring that up because i've been on an Ernest klein kick for the audiobooks now Oh, so, so you did Ready Player One? Session here, yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, well, why don't you hit us? I did them in the wrong order. I listened to Armada first. And okay, that'd be interesting to get your opinion because... Um, I think they're... I thought it was really good. I enjoyed uh-huh. it a lot. And it, I mean, it's completely different than Ready Player One. So, But they are similar. Like, the guy's clearly got a big boner for the 80s. Yeah, so like if you might like Armada... 
better because that's the first one that you <sighs> you listen to or read. I would say it's, it's not as laid on as thick. Yeah, you know, it's Ready Player One. So except that, like at the end, if you read and listen to the audio, there's a whole like epilogue, and one of the epilogues is just him reading like the playlist from the '80s <laughs> cassette mixtapes, and you're like, Jesus Christ, this is horrible on the audio. Uh-huh. Like if you had the book in front of you, you would just glance at it and be like, Oh yeah, funny. But as you're just sitting there listening to him name off sh- like band names and songs. Oh like, yeah. And then like there's certain like audiobooks that have like lists oh, yeah. of stuff. Well yeah, like, like uh, the houses of the Targaryens and shit at the end of like Game of the, Thrones uh, or whatever. That's one of the issues with the Galactic Football League series. Uh, yeah. Is you know, they have the overall story, then they intersperse it with sports broadcasts. And then some of it is they list out the game scores. Sure. So you're like you know, it's probably like seventy five seconds of like the Ina Krakens thirty two versus you know, <laughs> the Hakobi Hallwalkers fifteen. The old Boston Naughty Kittums. <laughs> yeah, they got names like that. So anyways, that book's really good. It's I definitely think Ready Player One is the better of the two. So that's for sure. I think it's just a more interesting plot. Armada seemed it's too reminiscent of Oh god, I just had it in my head too. Last Starfighter. No, so. it's not what I was going to say. Um, son of a bitch. Anyway, it's it's just kind of a... It doesn't seem as, as uh, unique as Ready Player One. And I'm not done with Ready Player One, so I don't know how it's going to end. The audiobooks, I'm about two-thirds of the way through or so. <laughs> so Ender's Game, that's what I was trying to think of. I think Armada is too s- similar to Ender's uh, Game. Yeah, I could see that. Because like, you're playing a video game, but you're really it's fighting like aliens, kid, and you yeah. don't know it, and it's the kids that are doing it. So... Either way, I think they're both really good stories. I think Armada is definitely worth listening to or reading if you haven't. Um, so it's all narrated by Will Wheaton. Yeah, this is my uh, issue with these. I don't, I don't think he's a good. No, he, I don't think he is either. Like he's a bit mass sometimes. It's real. Like it's hit or miss, and most of the time it's fine. But his voice isn't very conducive to audiobook number one. Yeah, and he, I think he like horns in on like really nerdy books. Like well, somehow, like he's actually mentioned claim those or in Ready Player One. So I bet that's how he ended up with that gig. So since he's mentioned in it, like okay, good, I get to read this, and I'm mentioned mm-hmm. in it. So I don't know. I think they could definitely do better than Will Wheaton. But either way, I still enjoyed the I enjoyed Armada immensely, and I'm enjoying Ready Player One more than I enjoyed Armada. So mm-hmm. if you if you're a child of the '80s, it, it does get a little over the top after a while, where it's just constant fucking references. Yeah, but it's still worth listening to. If you, if one thing I thought Ready Player One had a, a lot of stuff that was more like '70s too. Yeah, I there's th- like they talk about because there, there was a lot of there's stuff that I didn't, 70s I didn't shit. know about, like TV show, like cartoons and stuff that uh, I never heard of. That makes sense because I'm about. Yeah, you're, you're kind of you. straddling the line there. <laughs> yeah, so. so so I caught them all. So if you're around 40, <laughs> this should be great for you. Yeah, I mean, hit at the right time with the 80s nostalgia for sure. Yeah. So either way, though, definitely worth listening to. So that's your Ernest obsession. Klein. That's what I've been obsessing over. What okay. about yourself? We've been watching on Netflix. They have it now. Ash vs. the Evil Dead, the stars shows. Okay. So they have season two on there. So mm. uh, we, we enjoyed season one pretty well season two is like amazing once again we were surprised <laughs> by one like how good it is uh from a horror aspect and the effects and everything and then how actually funny it is okay because <laughs> you just don't expect it to be that funny and mm. 
Bruce Campbell just delivers the, yeah. the one-liners and me <laughs> and Calgary are like laughing hysterically. And they, this season's a lot better because I think the first season kind of ended up like like Supernatural or shows like that where they just kind of investigate stuff. Yeah. Where this one, there's none of that. Like there's like a big baddie and basically every yeah. episode they're fighting stuff, being covered in blood and um so it's just jokes and then like people being chainsawed in half and the effects and stuff are really good yeah uh, a lot better than than the first season sure for, for sure so um yeah definitely surprised by how good that is looks like bruce uh trimmed down a little bit <laughs> you know he's like oh i'm back saw himself on tv he's like, yeah oh, he must uh, yeah <laughs> you know, look a little bloated her so uh <laughs> It's like Broad City, where like the, in the second season they're like fitter. Yeah, they kind of slim down yeah. <laughs> a little bit. They're like, oh, we know, were I, kind of frumpy there. I like, was okay with how I looked, but I'd like to improve. Then I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> we went to the theater and saw downsizing. Have you seen an advert for that? No, I don't so, know what that is. So like, it's Matt Damon, and it just came out. So the the premise is that they figure out a way to turn people to make you five inches tall. To <laughs> So then, like, it's a thing. Like, people are downsizing. And, like, they're kind of promoting it as, like, a way to save the environment, to help the earth. So, of course, corporations create these, like, downsizing essentially, like, like, offices. So, like, you go out to Arizona and there's a downsizing community. And it's huge. And so you sold your house, sold everything you owned, and you go live in the downsized community. And it's not reversible. So now you're five inches tall and you fucking... You like, but you're you're rich as shit because everything is super cheap. Like you want to drink a beer, like you got a like a thimble of beer is a ton of fucking beer. Uh huh. So like everything, so you sell everything you own, and now you're super wealthy. So you go out to the downsizing community, and you live in this fucking house that's like this huge, massive mansion. Mm-hmm. And then it was really interesting. Like the concepts were cool, but then like <laughs> everybody starts doing it, so the economy starts collapsing because like uh, nobody's yeah. buying anything or doing anything. No, no big people are around to make stuff. Well, it doesn't get to that degree, but mm-hmm. because there's like, you know, like right before they downsize, they're hanging out in a bar and some guy's like drunk and starts giving them all this shit for downsizing. Like, do you guys think you should get to vote if you're only five inches tall? Like you should get like one, uh, one one hundredth of the vote because you're not contributing to society anymore and all this. So <laughs> it was cool. And then like once they're downsized, the community is like this epically beautiful place. Like you'd picture like a really rich fucking retirement zone or mm-hmm. something. But then like... There's still like you need poor people to do all the shit work that nobody wants uh, to do. So then he ends up finding these like he's like a in his day job before he minimizes. He's like a physical trainer type guy in an office, so he can help with the, like your ergonomic bullshit. Mm-hmm. So he ends up like meeting this cleaning lady and then going back to her where she lives, and she lives in these like old construction like offices that are trailers that they would just put uh, out at a construction site and they've just built them up so when you go in there there's like a light in the ceiling and it's just like wall-to-wall housing for like oh, wow. people to just live in it's like the ghetto version so it's really fucking interesting it's cool concepts and i don't know i that thought it was definitely worth watching <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's kind of like you have to suspend disbelief because even like the tiny people have like video cameras that they use which like that you know we don't have that kind of technology uh-huh. but it was like 
You can accept that they're tiny, but you can't accept <laughs> that they have a tiny video. Camera. <laughs> like, yeah, that that was too far for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, like, a cell is like eighty percent water or ninety percent water. So you like you suck the water out of the cell. Guess what? <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway. So yeah, downsizing. I can recommend that. Okay. You got a fucking music pick for us, dude? Yeah, I'm gonna hit you with some uh, laser punk. Oh. That's with a Z and an exclamation point. So actually bought an album of theirs so I could use some of their music in my uh, Mission Critical video. Mm. So it's like '80s synthwave stuff. So okay, I've listened to a lot of that. <laughs> shit on YouTube, but this is an actual artist <laughs> that makes it. So, this one is called Death of a Hero. All right. Enjoy. Lay it on us. Megatron must be stopped, no matter the cost.
Alright! Alright! So that was Laser something. Laser Punk. Razor Punk with, with a, a Z, Z and, and an, an exclamation, exclamation point. point. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, thanks for that, Raj. Point so, Hammered History. Yeah, it's on the docket. Do we have it? History. Yeah, we do. So, okay. in a sense. So, now that I'm beginning a new army <laughs> I like to it's true back. you are beginning a new it's army it's been a long time since I began a new army because I had the beastmen and then I kind of expanded them into the minotaur ogre things it's been a real long time since I started an all new army from nothing so I'm like I've been reflecting on the ways that that has been happening different so it used to be back in the day you would just buy everything you could get your hands on. <laughs> yeah. Make an army list. Maybe, you, maybe yeah. you'd make an army list first. Maybe you wouldn't. But you would just I would just buy all this shit. So I'd have like uh-huh. a big section in the closet stuffed with these boxes. <laughs> like fucking Ortonians. So here's all my knights. Here's all my orcs. Here's all my foot guys that I never once did anything um, fucking with. It seems like the best way to go about it. I don't yeah. know what you're getting at here. So this time, like I started with just a handful of stuff. You know, a few of each model, just trying to dip my fucking toe in the water, <laughs> as it were. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to take her easy, you know, because back then you would literally buy everything, build everything. Play some games and, yeah, you yeah. putz around with it. But you'd start painting right away, but you'd also definitely play it's games early tough, on. because, like, you know, some stuff you know you're going to use for sure. Yeah. So you can, like, start painting it. But then, you know, some stuff, Yeah. you, know, you bought it. Put it together, and you're like, well, I don't. I'm well, like, back I'm then, like, use this. this fucking gyrocopter sucks. <laughs> you know what else fucking sucks? Gyro. Jabba's life. <laughs> fucking Jabba's. So yeah. So nowadays, like, I just I'm taking baby fucking steps. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the way to go. Yeah. And you don't have a lot of experience gameplay wise. Right. right. So you're not with the force. Can be able to discern. I'm also trying to avoid because I would I would hit that point where I just got so overwhelmed. Because here's what I I got it all spreadsheeted, of course, because <laughs> that's my nature. So I'd have it all spreadsheeted, and then I will have painted a Zangor and an acolyte, and then I would just do the math on how many hours the whole thing's going to take based uh, on that. I, yeah. And that would be like whoa. <laughs> like okay. How many? Do you, can you do you remember how many hours were spent? No, I didn't track it close, but again, because I was learning the models, and mm-hmm. I was purposely not tracking it, though. You could tell. These are like 10 or 15 hours, right? I would know, because I started listening to Armada when I started the Zangor, and i just been listening through, and now I'm on Ready Player One, and I've been working on it. So I, I could tell between those two models based on how long those two audiobooks are, but I'm not going to look, because it's like 11 or 15 hours or something each. Uh-huh. So... Yeah, so I'm trying not to do that. I'm trying to avoid that whole, let's get bogged down with how much fucking effort we have to put in here. Instead, let's just take it a day at a time and have fun with it. So mm-hmm. my next step here is going to be, I have one other Zangor that's ready for paint, but I think what I'm going to do is build, base and build four more, mm-hmm. and then paint four at a time. Or, sorry, five at a time okay. on the Zangor tip. Yeah, I mean, there's an assembly line advantages, yeah. obviously. Yeah, I'm not. You can't single model like eighty fucking dudes, man. Like I would never get done with it. It would work mm-hmm. great for Infinity, and that's I think one of the huge benefits of Infinity. Yeah, that'd probably work well for you because I think maybe I'm just thinking of the Silver Tower stuff. I don't know if that's the same stuff, but isn't there four or five distinct poses? So you could do four of the exact same guy. Uh, or it's, is it like a multi piece no, kit? It's crazy multi piece, so okay. you can come up with some mad variety now. 
like even to a point where like you have a torso and then you have a sh- like a chest and shoulder piece that goes on the torso mm-hmm. and then there's like a uh, neck piece and a head piece like it's there's a so lot you could interchange fucking, those yeah everything's okay. full interchangeable too, yeah i guess so. i was thinking of the silver tower stuff for there's only one way to assemble everything and there's like two of each of those guys so. yeah that is not where i'm, I'm at where I'm which is good and bad like okay. i guess it's good i don't see any bads to that so. Mm-hmm. so yeah lots of versatility lots of variety to your models it's getting real this is gonna happen huh yeah yeah is yeah. this for adepticon no no what are you gonna run at adepticon with my DMs? i don't know we haven't discussed yet so okay. it's probably gonna be ogres because okay. they're it's not gonna be a match regardless but yeah they're most effective of what i have think so? yeah but i mean we could do we could do beastmen too it wouldn't take much to rebase a bunch and that would give me some motivation but mm-hmm. i'm also torn on that do i ever even bother with the beastmen at this point just fucking get rid of those bros too but mm-hmm. like that army spans like four storage bins and takes up a lot of space i have so many fucking paintings. little trees in there and the, the dwarves were short so i could like make the the, the six or eight inch storage bins multi-layer and like get double bang for my buck but some of the beastman models did, like the b- standard bears you'd never get that so mm-hmm. so yeah i got storage issues <laughs> <laughs> so okay. yeah. uh, what else do i have here i did yeah. build an army list to work towards we talked about that oh. before with this like making the army thing for mm-hmm. the so i guess that was always a part of the process too so mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. If I start thinking about it too much, I I feel a little bit of overwhelmed st- type anxiety right now. <laughs> Just because Just take it easy, John. It's a couple year commitment, but I think if I it's a decade, it out, decade commitment at least, don't you think? Uh, I don't know. What I should <laughs> do is look back on what the initial Beastman list was because the two thousand point Beastman list back in the day, like I think I rolled them out sixth edition or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it had to be six, so it probably was more. Probably was more models than this, but probably was. I'd say that definitely the size of the models is bigger because a Zangor is bigger than a Gore. The detail in the model is more significant. There's no fur. I used to make a lot of time of just fucking dry Dry brushing fur, dude. Fur, beards. Hey, why do you think I picked dwarves? (laughs) Why do you think I picked Bismen? (laughs) So yeah. Anyway. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't know. Right now, it's still in the fun stage. It's all theoretical. Honeymoon, baby. Keep Even going. Building that army list was pretty fun, so yeah, let's take it a few at a time. Yeah, that'd be the plan. So, what do you got for a fucking podcast, buddy? Podcast, I got a good one here. It's called Astronomy Cast. Okay, this is a. I found this guy on YouTube named Fraser Kane, but mm. um, turns out that he has a publication on the side, Astronomy Today, and uh, it turns out he has like a podcast going back to 2006 okay so there's comes out every week so there's like 500 episodes how long is it probably 20 or 30 minutes okay that's a that's a good time yeah so if you uh have an astronomy boner from uh videos or like the neil degrasse tyson Mm -hmm. cast which once you get through all those he kind of just recycles stuff, and he has guest people. And yeah. He doesn't have much new content. But with the Astronomy Cast here, it's pretty pretty awesome. 500 episodes of content. It's all still up. You can go back and listen to the first one. So yeah. I just starting at the beginning, <laughs> <laughs> working working my way through. So that should keep me quite entertained. But it's interesting because they're talking about 
stuff that happened back then, like um, like the dwarf planet Eris. Okay. Was just like discovered around then and got its name around then. Oh, nice! So it's really <laughs> interesting too. Yeah, that's um, some modern history there. About, yeah, so like probably like New Horizons will be launching, or they might be talking about it like at that time. <laughs> so it's really kind of strange listening to that, but um, should should be fun going through through all that whenever I uh, got that kick. It's definitely several years worth of uh, episodes, yeah. probably. <laughs> I like that. I have a similar experience with the real estate podcast. Because they go back to like 2013, and some guys come on and just they're predicting doom and gloom in 2015. Yeah, it's definitely going to crash and all this going so, yeah. on right now too. Yeah, that's kind of fun. Nine-year bull run. <laughs> When's it going to end? <laughs> well, yeah, don't worry about it. So, so. anyways, Astronomy Cast—that's what it's called. All right, sounds good. Cool, buddy. Good quality. Check it out. Do we have a useful hobby product, John? Well, if you scratch hobby off okay. that sentence, we'll my scrap friend. scrap it off. Useful product. What do we have? Is something? Well, you have a physical item here. We have the one Christmas gift I received this year, which is the Lux Bidet. <laughs> <laughs> These, if you have not gotten into the bidet action, you're, miss- you're doing yourself a disservice. <laughs> so what? This is the, it's kind of a oh cheaper model. This is the Neo 120. Neo. Tra- trademarked. In, trademarked, I see. Yeah. In white. So given a big pair of pliers and a big screwdriver, you can have this puppy installed in under 10 minutes <laughs> and doing its fucking job well, man. <laughs> that shape, I, where is it? Is it going to the toilet? I don't even understand how yeah, this works. So, is there a picture on the back of it? That ex- well, it's shows. The same, it's the same picture. Okay. So you have this portion here, uh, which is like these two slots go oh, where your slots where your uh, your toilet bolts are. So your toilet bolts go through the slots, mm-hmm. and then this part is hanging down in your tank. This mm-hmm. is the business part of it here, <laughs> and then the control portion hangs out the side over you know to your right side out the toilet there, so you can like kick it on is to the to the nth uh-huh. degree that you want so wow, yeah man. we both are a pretty big fan <laughs> of i'm not a, a continental like you john <laughs> well I was, i've been wanting one of these for a long time okay and i listened to this other podcast i'm ready i'm ready to give it a shot once you have that installed I say it was de- it's installed now my friend uh-huh. i want to say it was death sex and money or in money but there's another podcast i was listening to where they had this woman on whose focus was she had a company whose focus was hygiene mm-hmm. and they were talking about bidets and why you should use a bidet over toilet paper and effectively yeah. like the main argument that stuck with me was if you're outside somewhere and a bird shits on your arm you don't just take a piece of paper and wipe it off <laughs> <laughs> like you fucking go and you wash it with water so uh, that was the argument that really stuck with me <laughs> so anyway this has been it's it's an interesting experience at first. It's pretty high power. Like it'll really fucking blow the paint off the fucking off the car. Uh-huh. Um, if you like, when I first put it in, I had to flush the toilet a few times because you have to kill the water mm-hmm. and then you know turn it all back on and get it flowing. And so the water had been running quite a bit. We and then the wa- we only have cold water running to the toilet like most people do. And so it's a little you get 
you got to let the water like sit in the pipes for a while because <laughs> <laughs> otherwise it's a little frigid. Oh, I like ice cold. There. Uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but if the, like the bathroom is upstairs, so the water sits in the pipe in the wall and you're not using that much for this mm-hmm. purpose. So, so it's like room temperature when you're <laughs> Okay, you good. Know, good to care. know. Um, I'm sure there's like probably luxury ones that uh, hook this, up yeah, to your water heater or something. Yeah. Just to see if it would stick or not. Just and, to see uh, if you're like blasting your ass. <laughs> Turns out we do. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Yeah, you kind of can like move around, get at the right spot and make sure you're feeling fresh. Make sure, yeah. So uh, you, you can get yourself blasted right in the back of the sack. <laughs> <laughs> but you do wake up or wake up, stand up feeling significantly more clean. Mm-hmm. than you otherwise would. Yeah, that's good. You are, like, you do have to, like, <laughs> take some TP and dab everything I was dry. I say, like, yeah, yeah, you need gets to uh, <laughs> dry off a little bit. So, put your wet. yeah. But either way, I fucking have to highly recommend. All right. Pick it. The Lux today. Pick, pick of the box. Neo 120. <laughs> is a, it was the cheaper model. It's affordable. Just give it a go. Like I said, less than 10 minutes to install with a big pair of pliers and a big flathead screwdriver. Uh-huh. And you, can, you too could be enjoying the cleanliness that comes <laughs> with the bidet. <laughs> <laughs> and this is purchasable on Amazon.com. You oh, can get, click through the point hammer. Get site. it here in two days. Yeah, you could have it if you you get the free two day shipping if you're a part of the Amazon thing. You don't could have buy one of these on eBay, even if it says never been used. You could have a turd right now. <laughs> you could hold that for two days <laughs> and then experience. This bad boy could be cleaning up after it. <laughs> for that, like picture your bunghole sparkling after you're done. Gets <laughs> hit with like a pearlescent spray yeah and uh so yeah also click through the point hammered site if you're gonna hit up ebay and purchase some goods mm-hmm. what else ting we're trying to get that fella <laughs> that signed up for ting last episode to record a video saying how much Mr. he loves Stag. ting yeah so hopefully they'll come through for us here we never Amazing. actually contacted him <laughs> we just talked about it on the podcast yeah yeah <laughs> if you're listening hold, get a hold of james i wonder if uh what was our what was our phone number? It was like one eight. I don't even remember. Try HPBV. Yeah, it was one something. Try HPBV. I think I believe it still exists. Oh yeah. Oh lord, I've hit my microphone. Fucking quality, <laughs> quality alert. Well, we've got uh, something new we're gonna announce for 2018 as well. These beaks, they've been pretty parched. They've been lately. parched. I'm I have not putting my beak down near that bidet, <laughs> 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 which would wet it. It would certainly wet it. Maybe you clean out that snot rocket, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like but, uh, yeah, we are jumping on the Patreon train. So, you know, the technology of several years ago, we're uh, getting acquainted with it currently today. Part- so this is mm-hmm. currently available. Yeah, so there's a couple different reasons there. One, we just <laughs> want to cover the hosting fees uh for sure. Johnny's been paying it out of pocket for years and years now. And I did now. just get the bill being that it's a January bill. So. Yeah, so it's like 240 bucks there. And then the second reason is to help keep us on track. Yes. So we have several different goals. So the first one, we will commit to a monthly episode if we hit that one. Which we are. Well, we're a little we, slack with it now. Yeah, we kind of just do. If it goes a month and a few days, we're not. Yeah, but this one will guarantee an episode every month. And that's a dollar an episode. Uh, well, yeah, there's 
different kinds of uh, layers of nuance here, John. So people can donate at the different levels, okay. which we'll talk about that in a second. But these are just the overall goals. Mm-hmm. So if enough people donate, this is what will happen. Sure. So the second level is once every three weeks for sure. And I think the first one is 45 bucks. This one's 90 uh, The one that we're really excited about is the one after that, which is at 180 an episode, which is everybody, if we hit that one and you are a patron, you'll get to watch the episodes in full video. Oh, so we're shit. recording this in video right now. And you'll be able to see Johnny holding up that box, the, oh, yeah. b- the bidet box, and bidet box. everything he described would make a hell of a lot more sense. Uh, yeah, I was trying to do it for audio only, <laughs> for, yeah. for a while, showing Raj on the box, and uh-huh. this nice little webcam here. So if you are a patron, we hit that amount, you'll be able to see the box, and uh, probably more objects and stuff, we'll try to work in more... Uh, physical items to show off on the video. I was thinking about bringing the Zangor in, but... Yeah, we can definitely... work. You want to try it? Well, it's easy to pop in images and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Um, So if we hit that amount, and we're kind of figuring this all out, but we figured out a way to do the video easily, work it in. So Mm -hmm. um, it was a little little bit of a hassle, but at that level, we can definitely do that. And then the kind of the stretch one, which... Uh, we may or may not be able to hit, but if we if we did, we'd be uh, podcasting every two weeks on the dime. So I don't think we've kept up that pace. That's for what more than a little bit. RSS feed description says that we are a biweekly. Mm-hmm. So at that that level, we would be you know, worth our time and effort making that extra bit to make make it happen. So we've got three different tiers right now. Uh, as of this recording, so the first we one. Mess with that, but yeah, first one's just a buck, and it'll get you into the video feed if we hit that overall mark. The two interesting ones are at the five dollar level, where every quarter, either Johnny or I will paint a man-sized model for one of the people at that tier. Mm-hmm. So we'll just randomly pick one, and then you have to be in it for the full, the full month or the full three months. The, you know, essentially the quarter to kind of vest into that. So, but if, if you do it for January, then you'll be, you know, anytime during January, we're just going to call that the full, the full month uh-huh. for the for the first one we do here. So this will be fun because we uh, can paint a model for somebody if you send it to us, or it could be a model that we have that we could get rid of. But basically, what I'm looking for. It should should be fun. Is just painting something in a new scheme for somebody. Yeah. To to, to their specifications. So it, it should make a good topic, and it'll be cool to get back to the, the fans that way. Mm-hmm. And then the final one is the biggie. If you donate twenty an episode, then you're going to get in on our secret paint jam every month. Johnny and I'll have a paint hangout, and you can chat with us about uh, whatever the hell real estate. Any <laughs> real estate tips? Yeah. This is the new uh, forum for talking to Johnny. Yeah. Getting those hot tips. Anything your heart desires, we're going to talk about it. Yeah, bidet, bidet use. I mean, yeah. Johnny's going to have mm-hmm. some solid use. So the first one of those will be at the we'll – do it at the end of the month here we if, need some if we get any takers. Relationship advice? Maybe we can get in a level where we bring the bear back for a bear cares. Uh, yeah, so there's definitely a lot of different ways we could go with this. But we won't tell them that there's different financial goals <laughs> and rewards and stuff. So this is our – first uh, kind of iteration i'm sure it'll change as we go along here so one thing is you'll need to go to either the website or the feed or wherever this is and click on the link because 
Uh, since we're explicit, the uh, Patreon we don't show up in search results, so uh, you know, that's that's good. <laughs> or maybe it might just be the categories or the browsing or something. But I don't even think we did anything explicit this episode. <laughs> uh, yeah, just the the language and stuff. So we just have to go back and censor <laughs> two hundred episodes of content. Yeah, um, I'm sure that um, you'll be able to find us. However, mm-hmm. we all have the links and everything. Yeah. We'll try to try to get the word out. So uh, hopefully, we're looking forward to that getting back to uh, doing this on more of a concrete schedule will be nice um, but uh, if you have any ideas about rewards or goals or anything like that um, we're definitely willing to listen to that but should be pretty cool one thing was there was that big Patreon was going to screw over everybody I don't know if you heard about that in December no uh, but basically they're going to make everybody pay like 30% more and then so all the people making shows uh, well, Patreon would take like 98% of that 30%, and then the the show owners would get like the 2% left over of the 30%. So would everybody purchased by eBay or something? Uh, <laughs> you would imagine. <laughs> I think they might be affiliated with Amazon. I don't know. But, but basically, they reversed that policy. So the vast majority of the money that you use gets to will get to us. So, yeah, check that out. Hopefully. So that's the ultimate in the buck and beak wet category. Yeah, so if you've been listening for uh, close to nine years now and want to <laughs> contribute in a material way, that, that should help out. Yeah, we could also have some additional stretch goals, like I could put out some more music podcasts. I could mm-hmm. Basically, can, once you have anywhere. that feed going, you can put anything you want on that feed. So yeah, all the, the music patrons. stuff gets sketchy because... I keep getting kicked off iTunes. That's why I just gave up on the iTunes thing. Yeah, so I think on the, page, the Patreon, Patreon feed, you could just do whatever you want. I can't imagine that it's... I can't imagine you could make a radio show to make money off other people's copyrighted material. Well, I can't so. imagine that anybody would pay money to... Hear that kind hear of... That. <laughs> hear, hear. I mean, but as like a side thing to yeah. something else. Yeah, regardless. I, I, I really don't have any idea, so... Um, okay. Yeah. Check, check that out. That's it. Check out page. So yeah, we'll put some links up on the web page to the Patreon. Help us out. These beaks. I don't know if you can see. In the we're video. both gonna rub our beaks. If in the, the video you can see how scratchy and itchy these beaks are, so you can see that right now. Uh, see the luxury. We're in Casa de Hastings right now. You can see yeah, where the magic f- happens. Freezing our fucking nuts off to it. <laughs> yeah. yeah if, if this works out, maybe I can afford to turn the fucking heat up, huh? Yeah. Maybe get it up. <laughs> maybe. Crack into six, the sixties. <laughs> Let, let's not get crazy now. We're at sixty right now, fucker. Uh, well, sixty even. That's what that says. I don't know. <laughs> it's colder over here by the window. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, but yeah, super super pumped about that. Hopefully, get some traction there and mm-hmm. uh, kind of reinvigorate the cast here for twenty eighteen. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Any other closing thoughts here, John? Um. No, no, I think I'm I'm doing pretty good. I'm on like a, pretty a quasi hobby high, I think. I'd say I'm like seventy five percent out of a hundred on my hobby boner right now. It's okay. pretty good. My my hobby boner is pretty pretty strong as well. So okay. uh, a little unusual. <laughs> One of us will peter out here. Yeah. It's like <laughs> well, I'll be in Hawaii. A hobby for a boner weeks, staring so. contest. Yeah. I might so kill it. Yeah. Unless you can sneak some models on board. No, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> that doesn't sound fun. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, all right, that's it. We're yeah. done. End it. That's my bees. Suck my balls. Wait, are we going to go out with a song? Oh, uh, yeah. Let's do that. 
What's that name? More laser punk. Laser punk. Laser punk. <laughs> with a Z and an exclamation point, John. <laughs> All right, bro. This one's called Nightcrawler. All right. Now you can suck my balls. Yeah, awesome. <laughs>